0: Hello, welcome back to the GVO podcast. It's me, your host Nathan Roth. I'm sitting here with one of my good friends, Mr. Neil. Please
1: Latsoparde. introduce yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm Neil Uh I'm from Mota. The host over here came to my house this summer and pissed off my balcony. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> we'll have a story. This is, a, this is we'll, we'll continue with this one time. Personally, I know I did wrong, but at the same time. I'm not I'm not going to say I am I did something wrong. But anyway. We had this conversation the other day. You say you are a social alcoholic. <laughs>
1: um Did the mean, people say I confidence. feel like that's a strong word that a drunk me would say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean I feel like Everyone in the uni, to an extent, is a social alcoholic, I guess, if it makes sense. Like, if anyone in the uni... For example, let's look at the Ox Roast. Did you see a single sober person at the Ox Roast?
0: No. Any social event where alcohol is... Yeah. No one is... Ju- okay, depends. If you drink alcohol, no one is taking it slow. If you have a big event with a lot of people with a lot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at... Uh, Germany's October 1st. Yeah, yeah. That is the biggest mistake take of social alco- Alcoholism <laughs> You'll ever find
1: no, but How I see it is like Especially like the harder the course is Like you know everyone you see Studying medicine, studying Yeah so, um, so that to... Any course that takes like a shit ton of time You know studying Like it's got like, a, like direct correlation To an increase in alcohol intake Whenever you can
0: so for the listeners who don't know uh, me and Neil both of us we study veterinary we we sitting here studying veterinary at university uh in Budapest and as a as a student I can vouch you drink for just as much you study you drink equal amounts (laughs) like the more hours you put in studying during the week you need the more alcohol you
1: have to consume yeah yeah
0: and uh So I I think we picked up on a trend that, like, all these medical students, we are all
1: just social alcoholics, actually. I mean, I cannot see how it can't be the case, honestly. Like, literally, I'll have conversations with people that make no sense, and we're just both so used to being so (laughs) fucked that it just makes sense at that point in time. And you're like why are we talking about... Like, what on earth are we even talking about? And they're like, you know, I don't even know, but, like, it's a great conversation in their way, yeah. <laughs> so... I don't know, like, just... Uh, there has to be a direct correlation between something... Ho- I think it's kind of, like, a satisfactory thing, like, the more you suffer studying, you have to kind of it out onto something. So, you kind of it out onto alcohol, I guess, and you just have fun like that.
0: Do you think, mm-hmm. like... Your, Okay, so I see you have three health points, pretty much. You have mental health, uh-huh. physical health, and spiritual health. Okay. And what I think is, as soon as one, one takes, like, damage, uh-huh. you need the other parts of the health to pick it up, if you know what I mean. So, for example, uh-huh. ment- mentally, mentally yeah, study... So many hours per week mentally just drains you. You are just destroyed. So physically and uh-huh. spiritually, you need to make it up. So even you but pray I, more... I don't know,
1: because like... There are people who are just not spiritual. So how can you have a you spiritual just, health for them? Do they just have mental health and physical health then, and spiritual just doesn't exist? Like
0: How I would say is like, as soon as a damage is taken...
1: Oh, either yeah, yeah, spiritual yeah. or
0: physical So, either you physically go to the gym uh-huh. You start running You, I mean, consume I mean, a shit
1: ton of alcohol By physical, you could also say You literally just stay a day in bed Like, passed out I mean, I feel like that's, uh, you know After you took care of your physical Ah, oh, your mental health after drinking a shit ton on the weekend Then you go for your physical health with a day in bed
0: <laughs> That that Sunday hangover
1: Oh, like, a really cool story Like, I've never had a hangover in my life Like, I don't know how it works I don't know how it feels I hear it's shit But I cannot
0: <laughs> say I know what you mean by it Okay, now, to give you context It's not like he hasn't drank before I've seen this man at Fucking, it was Halloween It was Halloween We had this huge party at our house Everyone got shit-faced We went to a club On the way to the club Neil, can you please I didn't want to, this is not my story to tell
1: But please um, elaborate Okay, so from my point of view I woke up at home <laughs> um, From the perspective of what people have told me happened I just gave up mid started lying on the floor, said, fuck this, I'm sleeping here.
0: <laughs> in the middle of Budapest, fucking winter is upon us almost, and you just go sitting in the fucking street, and he's just passed out. <laughs>
1: uh, no, but like, really weird. That day, like, the next morning when I woke up, I was so full of energy, like... I was fine like it's as if I hadn't drunk anything maybe I just had a slight coordination thing but that's like always when you wake up it's a bit <laughs> like you know you know not as smooth your emotion I guess uh-huh. I would call that a hangover in my words but <laughs> no but the thing is you don't have the mental part of the hangover like it's just you wake up and you're like your coordination is not the best but your brain's there and oh, it's like
0: I understand. Because mentally, after drinking uh-huh. a lot, I feel stupid. I feel, oh, I feel so slow. Wait, you're slow. saying your hangover
1: makes you feel mentally slow? Or... Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I yeah. feel
0: so slow and my body just feels terrible also. Uh-huh. Sorry, listeners. Excuse my bad habits with my phone.
1: <laughs> no, I get like... But I think it has a bit to do, because like, I think I'll still be slightly tipsy, if it makes sense. So I think that's where my, like, my emotion won't be 100%. But, like, mentally, I'll be there. Like, I can't study, kind of, because nothing goes into my brain like, when I'm studying like that. But I can think well, and I can do, like, everything that doesn't involve studying, I guess. yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> now, okay, would you classify
1: yourself as a social alcoholic? Uh mm, that's a good question. Like, yes and no, I guess. Like, it depends how you look at it. Like, what do you really define as a social alcoholic? Like, I can see it that I'm only going to drink around people. Like, I cannot drink by myself. So I guess that in itself makes me kind of a social alcoholic. Because when someone's drinking, I want to be like, I kind of want to drink with them also, you know?
0: Do you think it's like a I feel like this is a very... I feel smoking is also like that. Because you also have social social smoking.
1: I feel there's a... I mean, yeah. I feel like... So, yeah. Social alcoholic. Yeah, social yeah, drinking. Social
0: yeah. alco- alcoholism. Social smoking. I feel like uh-huh. there's a bond you create with someone. As soon as you get to this... You know... I get fucked up. You get fucked up. <laughs> you know? I get this nicotine uh-huh. rush. You get this nicotine rush. And it... And it just translates in the social environment where, I mean, look at druggies, look at like your straight-up party festivals. Okay. Everyone there is on one or other type of fucking drug. If it's ecstasy, coke, whatever, they do their shit, everyone is high, and it's just socially acceptable. Uh-huh. And you just become a social druggie,
1: you know? <laughs> Then I, like, try to find, like, it's hard to find the line between, you know, like, are you a social drinker or a social alcoholic? Are you um, a social drug user or a social drug addict? Like, because I can feel like there's a line between those two. Do you, do you think there's a line between someone that
0: uses it and yeah. someone who abuses it? Is there I feel a like, s-
1: final um, or... When there's a dependency kind of, like, I physically can't not. Like, imagine. So, you're drinking a beer opposite me. And I physically can't not drink with you. You know? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's where you go into social alcoholism properly. Like...
0: A a perfect example is the other day. Yeah. Or not the other day, but I went to a festival or something. Mm -hmm. And... This girl somehow dropped her e-tab, like, okay. ta- like tabs of ecstasy or something like yeah. that. She was fucking on that floor, fiending for it, because she could not have a party without it. She could not. Okay. Hello, dear listeners. Uh, sorry for a quick break. There were some technical difficulties, and we quickly just need to restart the podcast. Now, where we left off were, was this lady fiending for drugs. And I feel like she was at that point where you we don't just use it socially, but you just start abusing it. And you can't have time fun without it, you know? And that's, that's the bad side of...
1: Um, I mean... It really depends though, like, cause, imagine, you dropped, uh, so we're in Hungary, so 20,000 francs on the floor, like, you're going to go down for that in half a second, you... like, she had, like, how much, how much did you have on her, like, how many tabs did she I, I, I have no idea. Okay, she let's just... say she dropped 20,000 francs worth of tabs, like, she'd go down for those as quickly as possible, okay. like, especially in a festival, festival where she just can't like, you should have to go out to get more, kind of, or just find someone, you know?
0: Okay, to give realistic prices, pretty much in Hungary, you can buy a tab for, like, 7k. Okay. So, dropping, I mean, that's, like, what, 20 euros? No, a little bit less than 20 euros. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Imagine
0: I... walking down a street, you are taking your wallet out of your pocket, 20 euro drops. Immediately, you're grabbing that Yeah, yeah, obviously. And, but, yet again, yet again. You are not putting on a flashlight, gro- going down on the ground, searching this thing like it's it's the fucking, it's an elf that's going to, or uh, something that's going to give you a wish, you know? Yeah, I, I think that is a bit too
1: far. Yeah, so I mean, like, in that case, I can't say, like, because, you know, she could just have wanted, like, she, for once in a while, you know, you don't have no idea, like, the state she's in at that point. Like, (laughs) um,
0: but, okay. So you mentioned you, uh, come from Malta because you are Maltese. And this summer, when I went to you guys, let me tell you to these listeners, Malta is underrated as fuck. So literally just before I went to Malta, I was in Croatia and I did like this whole cycling tour. One day I will tell you about it, but I thought Croatia was beautiful, and then I was like, okay, I'm coming to Malta to visit some friends, and I did not think it was going to be, I just thought I'm pulling up to an island, and I'm going to be like, ah, it's okay. Man, Malta is incredible. The architecture there, the everywhere you go, you just see old buildings, and you think like the small island. Literally, you can go from the one side to the other side of the island in half an hour's drive.
1: I mean, half an hour, like, is very, kind of, like, no, you're never going to imagine half an hour. <laughs> okay, what, what would you say? What would you uh, say? Look, let's factor in traffic, how roads are, and everything. I'd say if you'd go from Malta to Gozo, so the other small islands, I'd say you have maybe three hours but you've got a ferry in the middle so that's like half an hour in it so
0: so through the whole country to go through the whole country
1: it's a three hour drive i'd say it's about three hours okay
0: that that's not reason that's quite reasonable but malta was it, it took my breath away it was amazing and i felt like the level of living there was just great
1: oh yeah 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 like um it's very developed if that makes sense like i mean you look like we don't have the most nature let's be honest like in the south shore you'll see quite a bit but the north is very developed and i mean like it's quite impressive cause oh, i'm coughing <laughs> it's quite impressive um so like my grandparents remember it, with like one of the worst gdps in europe so cause so malta was a british colony um and life was shit. Like, <laughs> that's what I say to put it. Life was quite shit. Like, there was, like, a lot of, um, I mean, people were poor. Um, so, when it became independent, it was, like, one of the countries in Europe with the worst GDPs. Like, right now you'll say, like, what countries have a bad GDP in Europe, let's say? Hungary. <laughs> okay, but, but, yeah, but is more in the middle. Like, Ukraine. go more Baltics. No, no, let's go, like, more south, because Ukraine's now over. Oh, you saw what happened to Ukraine today, like, Russia put that referendum forward, like, and they just said that they signed to be part of Russia now, like, 15% of Ukraine. What? Like, literally, there was this referendum, like, I don't know what, I mean, today the results are fully published, and, like, Putin just had this speech, and it was like, you know, welcome, part of Russia. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, wait, we'll
0: continue now with Malta. this is very interesting. So did he just decide okay fuck this war we're going to finish this war and just sign like a piece of it or is the war still going on Oh no Ukraine no to my Russia? knowledge
1: the war is still going on but what Russia did was they put like these polling stations and I mean you know how polling stations are like in some countries they can very easily be just manipulated Yeah yeah and, 100% uh, Obviously um Like unsurprisingly I'll say that If Russia is occupying that land And puts a referendum And it wants it to join Russia And it joins Russia It's a bit suspicious Let's put it like that
0: But don't you think like the people of like Ukraine and even like the people of Russia I think the people of Russia don't know What is actually going on Because the media Uh Probably now it's worse But at the start The media manipulated everything Apparently the Russian people,
1: they didn't even know there was a war. Oh going no on. no, it's a special military operation. Like if you've seen, like uh, I was seeing this video. This was like long time ago, beginning of the war. Um, if someone puts up a sign saying war, like they just take them to prison, kind of thing. <laughs> I-, I saw this video, like really sad but fucking hilarious. So someone opened a blank paper, and they just arrested her because the person before had said war on it. <laughs>
0: Imagine, imagine you calling like the bail, you you calling your bail like, yo mom, I fucked up, I opened up a blank piece of paper, and I'm arrested now. No, it's fucking oh, Russia. You know
1: what they're doing to the people who are arrested in that case protesting? They're literally sending them frontline kind of thing. Whoa. I, I think, okay, I think frontline,
0: listen, this might be best scenario. Yeah. The dodgy shit that's going on in Russia I think Putin is like Yo if you want to protest my war Fuck you I'm sending you into the fucking middle of Russia You're just going to
1: Oh so like a gulag you're saying Yeah, yeah, yeah gulags saying. Too. Um, I mean I have no idea Very really possible that that's happening <laughs> God, so. But I just know that literally They're sending them front line So yeah And like literally some of them are trying to defect So like Ukraine has this thingy where like they just say hey i want to abandon like the army come yeah. pick me oh, yeah, up yeah, yeah yeah yeah. they're doing that uh, but let's go back to what i was saying so there was this referendum so officially you know like what happened in crimea i think 2014 something like that
0: no. like
1: so crimea was part of russia what is no crimea? sorry crimea was part of ukraine okay crimea is like you know how ukraine has like that small blob like in the sea Okay. Yeah, yeah. that part was part of Ukraine, and then Russia, I don't know, they just, 2014, they just took their army there, and Crimea held a referendum, and they joined Russia, so, I don't know, it's weird, I'm not sure exactly how it is. But about.
0: You, you say, like, what, how much, 15%, how much of Ukraine did,
1: oh, oh, okay so to today, Russia? today, Um. so, you know, there's the Luhansk and the Donetsk region, yeah, yes. So, I think both of them, and that's 15% of all of Ukraine, is now, at least in Russia's eyes, actually, like, Russia. physically a part of Russia, yeah. <laughs> fucking crazy. Okay,
0: this was a good, uh, this was quite a detour, but back to Malta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was it growing up in Malta? Was it, because the GDP climbed now, it's not okay, yeah. the lowest GDP at the moment, it's, fucking Malta is doing its shit.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean... I never personally experienced being a poor country, but like, my grandparents for sure did. My mom and dad, to a lesser extent, I mean, they're not that old. Like, they know it from being um, okay-ish to quite good, kind of, you know? Uh, So, I mean, for me, it was always, you know? Malta is pretty great, you know, like, I don't have much problems there, if it makes sense. I mean, honestly, the only thing I can ever complain about is, it's fucking hot, so, um, so there's no snow, because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I like snow, Um, so imagine, first time, like, f- I saw snow many times, but the first time I actually touched snow, because I was, like, close enough, because I, previously I had, like, seen snow, like, either I was on Etna, or I was on some, like, mountains that I see, okay. like, far away, but it's not... Real snow. It's like there's a bit of snow like in yes, that area, yes. but you're not physically in the snow rolling about <laughs> and shit. It was last year in January. Like I went to Poland to Krakow, really nice place. Um. And yeah, it was snowing so heavy. Like imagine I was stepping in the snow and it would go to the top part of my car, kind of. And and did you just freak out? Feel like? Oh what? no, no, I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> like. It's kind of how I expected snow to be, but much wetter.
0: <laughs> Wait, I need more elaboration. How did you imagine
1: snow would be? I mean, cold and soft and okay. slightly wet, but it's so much wetter than I thought it would be. Like, literally, i just... Um like put my leg through and then like just all my clothes are wet and I'm like fuck that was not <laughs> a smart thing to do oh so wait let me tell you the story so um it was me and Carl Yeah. so I- he was the friend who came with me to um to Poland
0: so uh to give you reference Carl studies with us he will definitely be on the podcast very soon you'll hear a few stories
1: of him but uh continue Carl yes okay so we had just went skiing uh Seeing it was my first time skiing, like, you can imagine how it went, me just falling every five minutes (laughs) And it was so cold, like, my phone just died Like, the battery died But that's not surprising What's surprising is it was so cold My charger died Like, I swear, I thought, because I had it in my pocket when I was skiing And I was like, I fell so many times I must have broken it But no, it was just so cold (laughs) that I had to plug it in for half an hour until it warms up enough <laughs> to charge my phone. <laughs> and
0: uh, he brought back, this is such a Polish thing. I've never heard something more Polish than this. He brings up like this bottle of
1: alcohol with
0: 95%
1: of alcohol <laughs> in. Um, so it's called spiritus. Um, like, it's so funny, like, I literally went into a spa in Poland, and I was like, can I have a bottle, please, like, and, like, there are different sizes, and she knew, she just went for the biggest size there was, (laughs) (laughs) like, really cheap, I mean, I haven't tried it yet, I have to, um, but it was, so, 15 euros for, no, a bit less, I think, actually, I think it was, like, 12 euros for half a litre. So if you put that into context, it is, um, I think slightly cheaper than Absolute, to be honest. Whoa. Okay. And Absolute is
0: quite a nice brand. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Absolute
1: is a nice, I mean, I was going to say it's a nice beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it was like my go-to vodka. Because like, you know, like you've got, Smirnoff is not good. No. Um,
0: Smirnoff is the type of drink you drink When you're in high school And you want
1: to get fucked up fast Smirnoff is a very cheap Very accessible vodka Like first thing I drank it was yes. Um, Then I tried Absolute And I was like this is so good I can never take Smirnoff again And I do not think I've ever taken Smirnoff Since I've taken Absolute (laughs) (laughs) But um, What was I saying Oh yeah 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 you're not really good. Absolute, like their flavoured ones are so nice. Like genuinely can't drink that straight. It's nice.
0: It is. Now, okay, wait. So the story you mentioned, I need to bring
1: this up. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like keep it in your head. I just want to go a bit more onto this vodka branch. Um, so yeah, you've got Smirnoff, like pretty shit. You've got Absolute and story is quite good also. I don't know if you've ever tried it. It's like, it's got a red label, Stoli something, I don't remember it. But, quite a decent vodka also. And then, like, you've got top, top, like, you've got some Belvedere, Grey Goose, like... Oh, yeah, that is... Chiroc is nice also, yeah, those three. But then, like, I don't afford that, like... (laughs) (laughs) Like, 50 euros for a bottle, like, I can't do that.
0: (laughs) We we are still students, we don't have money for
1: this. (laughs) Yeah, so, literally, imagine, once I went to this uh, bar, because it was, like... This sixth form thing, like an after party of a play. Yes. Like we've gotten banned from so many bars, because we're all underage. Okay, and well, like, what is,
0: can you please explain what sixth form is? I didn't know okay. about sixth form. So,
1: I don't know how to really say what it is, but you know, you've got primary school, secondary school, and the part between secondary school and university. It's like a two-year... Okay. School, if it makes sense. Yeah,
0: in, uh, yes. It's okay. where you do your A
1: levels for anyone who does, who does those.
0: Yeah, in South Africa yeah. we had a totally different school system. This <laughs> okay. was not. I was
1: like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, you had school? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I just ran naked <laughs> around everywhere. But anyway, so uh, why did you get kicked out so much? Because oh, all of you guys yeah, were just because I
1: mean, uh, during engagement, I was seventeen, but you get into sixth form at sixteen. When you get into sixth form, you're drinking. <laughs> so, irrelevant of age. At so- yeah, like you have to drink. Like, I mean, mine was quite fucked because of COVID. Like, Imagine, I only ever drank in sixth form underage, because it was just total lockdown all the time.
0: Oh, terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was saying, so it was like this after party, and I was like, I'd like... I think it was a shot of vodka, probably. Something similar to that, I think. And... I just see him get out a Grey Goose and I'm like fuck I don't afford that. <laughs> but I mean I don't know what on earth that bar is doing, but it's charging the same for Smirnoff and Grey Goose. Like no I don't know. Way. I don't know how they say in business honestly. But like Grey Goose is literally water that gets you drunk. Wow. Like it goes down so smoothly. Like, yeah, I can only get it close to water with a bit of a taste. <laughs>
0: uh, But I I think all alcohols are like
1: that Like the cheaper your alcohols goes Uh The shitter it is It's just terrible Yeah yeah but the thing is like When you take a good whiskey You still feel the alcohol in a bit Makes sense
0: But but the flavour is I would say more enhanced Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, No
1: obviously but What I'm saying is This literally goes down your throat Like water Like you don't You barely have any burning in your throat And you're drinking it It's just Yeah yeah yeah
0: I can see how that can get you very drunk. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um I was going back to when I was in Krakow. Well, uh, the story isn't in Krakow per se because we had to go and we had gone to Zakopane. Uh, so yeah, we were just skiing and I had that problem with my phone. So we had so we knew how to get back kind of. Okay. Like we knew we had to get to the center and there's the flex flex bus, flex bus yeah, I don't flex know. Bush, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was that that we have to pick and we know it's Where it is, kind of, but we're like, midway walking, we're like, fuck, we're supposed to be on that road inside, not the one outside, so we're on, imagine there are two main roads, there's one, well, there are two main roads and there are a shit ton of houses and hotels in the middle, and we're on the out one, we had to be in the inner one, Yes. to get to the city center, we're going out, and we're like, fuck, I'm not going to take a detour in, like, the cold it was, yeah. So we're like, let's just jump over the, like, fences. Like, get through the houses, <laughs> yeah. So we're doing that. And we're like, yeah, it's fine. And then we find this lake. Okay. Um, and I was like, fuck. I was like, we can do it for sure, we can jump over. And so Carl was next to me, and he was like, yeah. Hildred puts his first step and he just puts his foot through the lake. And I burst out laughing. Like, imagine... Like let's put it for context. It was a January winter in Poland. So Say minus five degrees maximum (laughs) at that point, because it was late in the day also. So yeah, he was walking with a (laughs) with a wet leg to a Flixbus. And then we had a two-hour drive. So like he got to home in a good mood, let's say that.
0: (laughs) He must have been
1: fucking you like weirdly, he didn't seem that pissed, but I knew like he was either disappointed in the stupidity of what he did, because like it was the first step, and he just put the first step in the water, he didn't even try to go over the lake. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think
0: there comes a point in his life where he's just like, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you no, know?
1: yeah, I think yeah, like you've done, you've gotten to that point for sure with your phone. Like, oh yeah. I I I am very known
0: well, I just have this natural habit of just losing Okay, everything.
1: Let's go back to Malta and I'll tell you the story of what he lost there. And what he left there. Let's okay. What he lost and what he left. So imagine. So this guy is he stayed for what five, six days? Yeah, pretty much a week. Yeah. Um after a shit ton of delays for his plane, which was so fucking funny, I feel so bad. <laughs> Um, but uh, imagine on the last day because obviously you have to time them well with it being the last day so that everyone's panicking we go to this beach like if you, you know this beach for sure you've ever seen that video of the dog jumping into the sea like with the man and like they just jump and cross each other while they're diving down
0: yeah so it's not just a sea it's like this plateau of rocks and even neil explained this video to me and i was like yeah I know this place So I know this video So it's like This man And he's Jack Russell Just running on this plateau Of rocks And they look on the Either side of each other And they just jump
1: into Like this Yeah yeah And they dive And they cross each other When they're diving kind Yeah of. it's like a two meter yeah. Jump It's very very nice I think it's a bit more Than two meters honestly Because like yeah, Okay yeah I, 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 I feel like meters. it's close to five Probably I would say three Three is Three is good No because like Actually I was having this discussion With my dad I was like that's probably five and so imagine the high point that we had jumped where you've got that video that is seven meters so i feel like that plateau part has to be about five
0: maybe maybe but i won't say no but okay so for the people at the moment we are still very low budget on this whole podcast thing someday we're going to have a photo and we can show it and everything like that but For the people at home, it's called St. Peter's Pool in Malta. So we were there. Okay, go continue with your story. So,
1: you know, we're just doing that. Um, And he asks me, like, take a video of me doing, like, just jumping into the sea from the high point. And he did, like, a somersault and bullshit. (laughs) Um, And then I just give him his phone and we're leaving. So he goes to um, put on his shoes and he just leaves his phone there. But I did not know this Okay So imagine We walk for 30 minutes To the bus We take the bus Which is another 30 minutes We go to a store And buy um, Some glass sculpture Because it was my Dad's birthday Um, Then we get back into the bus So that we go back to buy place And That's an hour and a half Yeah yeah It's about an hour and a half And he just sits down And he's like Fuck where's my phone We look in my bag we look at his bag. We, look, we check out our pockets. And it's just nowhere. And we're like, we must have forgotten it. On the bus. On the bus, yeah. <laughs> On the bus coming from, like, so not St. Peter's Pool. The bus between St. Peter's Pool and Valletta. Yes. And we're like, okay, we'll just call, because um, the bus service is called Stalinia. And we're like, we'll call that those. And we did. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll give you a call. And, we're, and like every 20 minutes We're just calling We're like hello Hello Like maybe and Someone there's... answers And then some, once someone answered And I was just like hello And he's just not answering and I'm like who the fuck are you Like yeah. imagine Answering a phone And just not responding When it's someone's lost phone
0: Yeah we will. We literally just We would call And no one would pick up Literally no one would pick up And Just before I needed to start Going to
1: get my plane To catch my plane yeah. Literally this Person calls. Oh yeah yeah So this Italian family calls And they're like We have your phone They actually recognised us From the beach Like when I met them Like I don't know If you remember her She was this lady Who had a bandage On her nose No, no. But I,
0: I would have Remembered if you
1: Yes yeah. Anyway So she remembered us So literally I'm walking down She's like you <laughs> And I was like Yes Thank you for the phone <laughs> Yes it's me But it's not me. Uh-huh. lost the So phone. he had already Went to the plane Because he would have Missed it Like the flight and I just had to hold it for another one or two days, something like yes. that, until I flew. But obviously, uh, he didn't just leave his phone there. Well, he lost his phone, but then he left stuff at my place. He left a book on like my outside sofa. He left a shirt. Yes,
0: a very nice post. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think those three things, probably. And. Uh, At least right now he still doesn't have them there. On the way with my mum when she's coming like in a month's time. And and
0: just to give you context of how bad I actually am with my phone. Last weekend. Literally last weekend. We had a party. We had a big ass party. The last house party. Absolutely get stupid drunk. Anyway. And the next morning I wake up. And... I'm hungover as shit because I've drank way too much. And I'm looking for my phone. And I'm like, okay, I don't know where the fuck my phone is, but it's okay. Maybe it's like somewhere within the mess of the house party. Because just to give you context, our parties at our old apartment was a bit out of hand. We would just invite people as much as we can and we just put them into our apartment. And it just becomes a shit show sometimes. (laughs) So uh, we literally get into the apartment, uh, or I'm busy cleaning the apartment, and I don't see my phone. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I know my phone was in the apartment. And at least I have my computer, and I go on WhatsApp, and I can go on Instagram, and all my socials and shit like that. And around 2 p.m., I woke up at like 10, 10 a.m. Okay. Around 2 p.m., I get this email from a friend. Oh, an like, email? No, no, fucking oh, uh, okay. email. email, sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh, Instagram DM. I get this Instagram DM. He's like, yo, I have someone's phone from your party. And I'm like, bro, that's my phone. <laughs> no, so it was... I'm just terrible with my phone. I'm just terrible with my phone.
1: Um, speaking about that party, would you like to talk about your ghost? Okay, guys, guys,
0: this might be controversial, but our old apartment had a ghost. 100%. 120% he had a ghost. To give you in context, the ghost will come only when all the roommates have left so normally during like just before our vacation started the all the roommates would go and someone would stay alone or even somewhere during like the semester someone would fly to like visit his girlfriend or go travel somewhere and shit like that and you would be alone in the apartment and you would just hear shit and like it would get to that point where like you don't mention it because you'd be, like, scared, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: you'd think you're, like, not right in your head, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: I can't tell my roommates, like, listen, I <laughs> heard this shit. And I, like, talk of Danny the one night, like, we drinking or something. And I'm like, bro, I mm-hmm. heard this shit. And he's like, fuck, yeah, me too. <laughs> and we pull up to Rizwan to ask him. So, uh, I love, it's me, Danny, and Rizwan. You'll also hear them on the pad- podcast sometime great great people and they literally like yeah that shit has happened with me too and man it would get fucking bad like just okay so this party I think we completely pissed off the ghost but for good reasons okay so yes I will just continue because (laughs) This ghost story has been going on for like a year now. So there is so many stories I can tell within this one story. But I swear to you, our ghost was fucking mad at us. And he just decided to fuck up the apartment. Now, okay, let me give you context. I don't, in any day of my life, I don't want to believe one human will be such a terrible person to do the shit that he did. So... The night we finish the night we kick everyone out of the house. Everyone is fucking drunk, shit like that, and we open up. One of my friends are like, he's drunk and he wants to eat. He opens up the um, fridge, yeah, and he's like, I know we had ketchup. Where the fuck
1: is the ketchup? Oh, so this is still during. Wait, someone wanted ketchup during the party.
0: During the party,
1: what was he going to do? With no, no, party?
0: no. Open up the fridge. Yeah.
1: Ketchup in the freezer. Wait, wait. I'm still trying to understand. What are you going to do with ketchup in a party? Exactly.
0: I don't want to... It's the randomest shit. Okay, no. You think that is random. Okay. Open up the fridge. The ketchup is in the freezer. Okay. One onion is in the freezer. And the milk is in the freezer. Okay? Okay. They like... They check it like... What?
1: Anyway, I I go sleep. If you think about it, it's good that the ghost was hungry and he's like, these guys are leaving. I need to make a meal with one onion, some ketchup and milk. So he's going to make... um, Well, we don't know what he's going to make, but he's going to make (laughs) some interesting dish.
0: (laughs) And Okay, so I wake up the next morning and I want to go check my... um, I just want to make tea or something. And I see the kettle is missing. I check like the plug, like the thing you put on top of the kettle. Okay, I don't know, the, con- the conductor, the yeah. conductor. That is still there. I can't find the kettle. I open up my dishwasher. In the bottom rack of my dishwasher is our fucking kettle. And I'm like, what the fuck? Open up the top rack, three empty, bo- empty bottles of champagne and one bottle of wine. And I'm like, What the fuck? Okay, so these are two. Next, I want to go wash. We want to wash clothes. Our, like, laundry detergent, I don't know, the thing you throw in the machine. Reason comes to me, he's like, bro, did you accidentally use, like, my dishwasher liquid? And I'm like, no. And he checks, he lifts it up. Empty, because it's empty. Okay. And I'm like, fuck off. This shit happened with me too, because I saw, I put like the dish, the dishwasher washing stuff is all on the dishwasher. Mine was fucking empty also. And I took it out of the dishwasher place, like the bathroom to put it in my room because I was like, fuck my roommates. They're using my shit. (laughs) Okay. So literally a whole bottle was thrown out somehow another half of a bottle, and then, no, it's crazy. And then my phone also
1: goes missing. I bet your phone's a different story. Unless, <laughs> unless whoever had your phone is the ghost.
0: No, okay, so let me, let you, let me tell you my, uh, what my reasoning is after this. So we were moving out of this apartment, and I pissed off my ghost. Okay, so uh, I'll come back to why, I, why my theory on the party is. I pissed off my ghost. So all of us would hear this ghost and Danny one day just comes to me. He tells me, he's like, yo, if you just say the ghost, okay, chill. It's okay. We, we just, you just accepting being there. Yeah. And he leaves you alone. And literally the ghost disappears for half a year. Okay. We come back and I had like this, uh, I was high, (laughs) and when I high, when I'm high, I like to like meditate and shit. And I start meditating, and I hear the ghost. Like I'll tap in the kitchen, it goes, off, off, off. Just to give context, later on, I referred, I say this to Rizvan, and Rizvan agreed with me that he also, he's also heard the of the tap. Okay. So it's not me just being high. And I feel the ghost, and I, like, send him this message in my uh, meditative state. And I say, I send greetings to you. I'm so glad you're here. You know, welcome. Stay home. You can't see what
1: he's doing right now, but he's doing, like, the Y of the YMCA. (laughs) (laughs) And he's so happy speaking about the ghost.
0: Guys, we'll have a camera on one day also, again. (laughs) But, uh, anyway... I, goes, this is a crazy, I swear this ghost is legit, and he starts fucking with me, I meditate with him, and I fo- fuck, he starts fucking with me, and I think my suspicion is, during the whole night of drinking, everyone got super drunk, everyone just got super hammered, and everyone was so busy being drunk, that he, like, possessed one of these drunk people, and he just started fucking with the whole apartment, but not necessarily just one guy. I think, like multiple people, he would just possess oh. because it's multiple locations.
1: Okay, so you think three people did it? So like, I don't know. Okay. I
0: think unconsciously, people would go into the bathroom, want to <laughs> take a piss or shit, or
1: whatever. Well, just I, like and... wash away the piss with the fucking with <laughs> the <laughs> um. Uh, what's it called with the, the washing liquid. yeah with yeah, the, the washing, washing liquid. liquid yeah yeah
0: and i think like you would just possess them somehow make them do some fucked up shit and then they would leave and they would not know that this happened mm. or one person is just a cunt straight up <laughs> cunt and you just you just wanted to fuck with us he just wanted he was just like fuck you
1: I really wish I could just be like it was actually me who did it, but no. (laughs) (laughs) But it would be hilarious if it was me. Um, No, I've got this like in my new apartment. Like sometimes I'll just open the door, like I open my door, go in, and I just hear a bang, and I still can't understand what's making the bang. Like it'll happen like imagine every three, four, five times I go in, I open my door, something bangs, like in my kitchen. And I still have no idea what the fuck is banging. Like, it's just... Do
0: like, you think maybe the
1: force of opening up your door leads to, like, something... Some I car- don't I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, like, I'm opening the door and somehow I'm forming a current that bangs in my kitchen. But I'm like, how does that make sense? Like, I, I just can't... You just have, like, Hulk powers <laughs> and you just open up that door. Oh, uh, so... I didn't know that doors don't close. Like, they don't lock themselves. Like the ones with the handles. So for the first week, I was living in my new apartment. I just wouldn't lock my door. So imagine, I'd go out shopping, my door is unlocked. So someone could literally just um, like use the handle and go into my apartment.
0: Now, w- what do you mean, like, the locking mechanism? Because,
1: like, um, how doors are back home, it's you close the door and it kind of locks. Because we don't have handles on oh, the outside. Okay, okay. They are, like push doors so you open with the key you push and they're only like with a with like a lever kind of from the inside yeah so i'm not really used to having to always lock like we'd only lock kind of the doors. you only put the key in and yeah boom,
0: yeah we'd
1: only lock those if we're like leaving for a long time or maybe like sometimes at night they just lock downstairs okay so i was literally just going out because i thought it was locked like, the time I realized was, I was like, I didn't put in my key. But, um, instead, like, I put in my key. No, I didn't put in my key. I just opened before putting in my key. I was like, the door's been open for a whole week. <laughs> so, uh, how do you lock? Okay, yeah. How okay, do you it's, lock it's actually... You, you locked it. Yeah, them, yeah, like you yeah, love yeah. It's them. a really weird mechanism. Like, you know, usually you've got a door and you just turn the key and it yes. locks. But mine, to lock, I have to, like, pull up, uh, push up the handle like to uh four to five degrees kind of and then it lets me lock if i don't lift it it won't let me lock i don't know it's a bit weird but uh huh. so i could have just gotten shagged that night you know for a whole week <laughs> <laughs> no at least like Hungary isn't that bad Hungary... oh no no and i mean uh the apartment i mean like the block literally i know i'm going to say like a good 40 percent of the people living there like, people living on top of me, I know three well. I know one opposite me well. And the others I kind of know them. They're just page the students. And and you know them from the university, right? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, this guy, he's the, probably the laziest fucker. <laughs> or, or the smartest fucker you'll ever meet. So, it depends on how you see it. It's the university... Literally across the street He moved into like An apartment (laughs) Literally across the street From the university Yeah it's
1: like So imagine There's this gate Front gate So it is Exactly opposite The road 20 meters to the left
0: And that is where he lives So he pretty much lives In the university
1: In essence Oh yeah yeah But I mean I do walk To a lot of places Like I don't really just stay At the uni If it makes sense like, okay. right now I'm here in right. um, <laughs> um. But, yes. No, it's great. Like, literally, imagine... if I'm. It's like having a roommate. Without having the annoyance of a roommate sometimes, you know? <laughs> Although, sometimes I do hear them walking on top of me and it pisses me off a bit. Like, really? I, I'll just hear, like, bang, bang, bang. And, I mean, like, they're the really seat about it. They're like, you know, sorry. Uh, oh... So imagine, once, uh, she was really sick, the one living on top of me. And I just heard a shit ton of coughing. And I was like, hey, you're okay, because I'm hearing you cough. And she was like, no, sorry, I want to cough into my pillow. And I was like, no, don't do that. Now you're making me feel bad. I just wanted to check if you're okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like that close living spaces, because in our we literally just moved into a new apartment and I feel so bad for Danny because he's, our bathroom is literally connected to his room sort of like there's a door in between and you just hear everything like the poor man. Like I just, I just walked in, started brushing my teeth, took a shower, man was heard everything. Like, I feel so bad. You can't sleep at all, but it's just part of living with roommates, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, you have that annoyance. Like, I mean, I guess both have their advantages, disadvantages, you know, having roommates, not having roommates. I feel like, though, I've gotten into a good mix of both. Like, because it's kind of like living alone, but not completely, I guess, when you know the people living Kind of exactly around you, you know.
0: You you build you build the same friendship in with roommates, but just
1: outside of roommates. I, room mean, I don't think so as much because like a roommate bond is much stronger because you're literally sharing like the same bathroom. You know? shit
0: in the same yeah, bathroom. Yeah, yeah. You 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 brothers. You oh, but br- I mean
1: that is like something that annoys me. Like if I need to go to the bathroom, there's someone in it. I'm like fuck. <laughs> like that is a pain. At least though, with your situation, you do have to. So, you do have two bathrooms Yes, eh? we've yeah. two buttons. So, because I mean, one bathroom between three is not the best situation I'd No, say that sounds is. terrible But would you say living
0: with roommates, so your previous apartment was okay. you lived with a roommate And now
1: single living, or living
0: without a roommate Would you say it's better,
1: worse? I mean, because you have to put the whole situation into context Like, with a roommate, I lived for a whole year Without a roommate, it's been a month True With my roommate, the apartment was much more shit This one is much better I mean, so I feel like it's good and bad And I mean, I've spoken to him And he pretty much sees the same thing Like, cause You know, sometimes you're speaking And I'm just not fully paying attention to what you're saying I'm just like, I'll just answer the conversation (laughs) And then sometimes he'd be like You know, Neil, what did I say? I'd be like, fuck, you hit me here. <laughs> and and I'll just be like, okay, let me think. What could it be we're talking about? And like like uh, to be honest with myself, I was quite good at it. Like I'd get 40 to 60% of the context right. So sometimes he would he, like he wouldn't even notice I wasn't paying attention. But <laughs> other times I'd just get on the topic of 20 minutes ago and it'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> You just completely zone out You just Oh no, it's not really zoning out But imagine, like, I'm listening to music I'm writing down on my iPad And he's talking to me also No,
0: but you're buzzing with, yeah You're busy with other yeah, things Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah Oh no, no, it's never I'm just ignoring him doing nothing I'm always doing something else Like, the most doing nothing I'd say Is I'm reading something on my phone And he's talking to me Oh, okay Uh, but yeah, so overall, I mean, I feel like, because like, it's nice to just have nothing to do, like, just go in a living room that we didn't have and just stay speaking. But I mean, I'd say I have to be happier where I'm living right now, because it's a much better apartment. I've got an oven, because like, living without an oven is not the nicest thing. At least I had an air fryer, which is close enough to an oven, I'd say.
0: (laughs) Guys, these so just to give context of how terrible their old apartment was, because
1: I Yeah you used there. to live there also.
0: I also lived there. Dean's College, I'm giving shit on their name. They are terrible. Like it's literally you and a roommate, you pay way too much money, you overpay hundred percent, and it's you have the small okay for Budapest size
1: this is intense.
0: I know people in New York have like much smaller apartments but for our standards this is rock bottom
1: i mean i think i can close to remember the actual size with square meters i would say imagine between two people you're living in like 30 square meters i think with a kitchen like and we had a balcony which was like an extra thing we're paying like extra the balcony you're paying like
0: 100 euros more just for a small balcony Hundred euros. Fair. The balcony
1: is nice. Like, like it was a big balcony.
0: We we also had a balcony. Balconies are amazing. The balcony was amazing. But it's literally you have a small single bedroom, like a, like just a single bed with a desk and a little bit of closet space. Then you have a communal kitchen, and next to the communal kitchen you have your roommate's exact same room. And the communal kitchen
1: is so small. That you can barely wash dishes properly. Okay, like, imagine... Um, my air fryer didn't used to fit in the sink. So I used to have the biggest problem to wash it. It was like, maneuvering it, not to make a whole mess on the floor. Um, but imagine, so, between two people, you've got a double stove, kind of, so just two hobs on the stove. I think hobs is the right word there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Literally, I couldn't even cook what I wanted because like imagine once I was making curry and I was like, how am I going to cook these? I need three, like I need three places, like one for the rice, one to make the curry and one for the vegetables. And then like sure I can mix them, but literally I had to imagine cook the rice, remove it, get out of their pot, <laughs> make the curry, <laughs> leave the then, curry to then the rice is cold. I'm like, fuck. So, I mix it and I hope it somehow comes okay. Like, it came decent. But I know, like, if I had three hobs, I wouldn't take an hour cooking. Because I took a whole hour for, for imagine, chicken curry. Like, how hard is that? I took a whole hour for that. And it came a bit cold. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> Literally, when I was moving apartments, I saw one with uh, two stoves and I was like... I'm not going there. Like, fuck two <laughs> stoves. I need four. I don't care if it's gas or electric or it's Just, I need four. Three minimum. Free yeah, minimum. but you don't find three. You have to find exactly, four. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, I literally went to this apartment and I was actually scared. Imagine, it wasn't even a built-in, like, double. It was one of those of Lidl that you plug into the wall and you just put on the counter. It was that kind of stove. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was like, how can someone live like this? Because like, it was a full kitchen. Like, you know, you've got the fridge, you've got the dishwasher. How can you have a dishwasher and not a (laughs) built-in stove? Like, please explain that to me. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, But anyway. Anyway, I mean, uh, to be fair though, the apartment was relatively cheap. Like, you know where it is. You know Glass Bar? Yes. It's like, like, in that, in the corner of Glass Bar, kind of. Yeah. The thing is, it had, like, the highest, um like, you know that fixed cost? What is it called? Fixed cost. Like You've got the, a fixed cost, like, for the lift. Commons. The common oh yeah. cost. Yeah, the common cost was, like, 100 euros. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, who on earth spends 100 euros on common cost? <laughs> like, I get that it's a pretty big apartment. Oh, pretty... Modern apartment, you know, like, yeah. with the lift and all, but a hundred euros, <laughs> common <laughs> costs, like, I don't have a fountain in front, you know.
0: You ain't living in no, uh, very futuristic place yeah, yeah. That...
1: it was like, it just had a modern exterior, like, not, it wasn't even that modern from inside, because honestly, like, looking at your kitchen now, and my kitchen, if you've seen it... They look slightly more modern. Yes. So it was just... I don't know how they even managed, because the outside is so modern. So yeah. how the inside is older than the outside? The Yeah, the, the glass bar is literally like...
0: It's a restaurant, sort of. I think it has a yeah. different name, but we call it the glass bar, because the building where it's in is just straight glass. It's beautiful. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, we
1: should go one time, because like I've only been... Like when I was invited by some German people, and like, like really nice of them, and they speak English, like that's great. Like I can actually speak to them slightly better than most
0: French yeah. people. Yeah. So just to give context, we live in a internet We have an international university, so we have people from all kinds of walks of life. I'll give it. I'll give fuck the Germans. These guys. Like you, would, But the French are worse The French oh, are wait, much worse I'll, I'll
1: tell you a story about the French later But the Germans
0: They like I think maybe it's because the English level is not that good But the German people They would literally just stop speaking no, but <laughs> they, to would, be fair. Like, they would stop speaking in English to speak more German Because they just feel yeah. naturally no, but more to be
1: fair, they like I mean, same for you, like, you see someone that speaks Afrikaans, like, fuck everyone that speaks English, I'm speaking Afrikaans. For me, like, you see, like, I'm speaking, I have a Maltese friend next to me, I'm speaking Maltese. Like, um, so we have this friend, Naveen, he's from Dubai and India, yeah. like, weird situation. Um, and he tells me, he tells me, please, English, I'll like, just tell him, like, sorry, but, like, I have to speak Maltese in this situation, like, because, like, even me, I'm much more comfortable in it. Like, it's weird because in Malt, imagine, like, most people kind of prefer English, I guess, but 95% kind of see Maltese as their first language. Okay. So imagine people have a higher level of English than Maltese, <laughs> but people consider Maltese their first language.
0: So you would classify your mother tongue as Maltese? Yes. And but the majority of the people would also say that, and their English is just much better.
1: I mean, the thing is, English is quite a different language, like, you hear it much more. Like, literally, sometimes my dad will be speaking, and I'm like, What the, what, like, what does that mean? Like, I've never heard this word in my life in Maltese. But, like, then again, like, because it's weird, Maltese is a very um, slang language, I guess. Like, literally, sometimes you just invent words. Like, I- I'll say the same, with. Okay. Um. So imagine we've got the saying. So if you know how multi swearing works, um, multi swearing works. Multi swearing works like this. So imagine you say, so ha. So I'm gonna say the saying ha Okay. So this means um, ha is either um, I call witness or fuck. Like it's one of those two. Uh, I don't know exactly which is which because. I disagree with people on what it means. I- s cause it depends on the context, I think also. I think it can mean both. So sam bulaw, that is like saint bulau. But it's literally just, just um a way with words. Cause it's coming from it's not like an actual saint, it's coming from the word Se in Bul I'm going to kiss here. So it, it's like saying "fuck," I'm going to piss here. So like, yeah, literally, some things they just make no sense, and like until you hear them the first time, like you literally. I've never been taught this in Maltese because it's like in Maltese language as in a school subject because it's just slang Maltese, you know. Um. So yeah. Um, but but I feel like Afrikaans is the same
0: though because Afrikaans we also just it's. Okay, to give okay. context, I come from South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is becoming my my catchphrase. <laughs> I'll give context. <laughs> um, so Afrikaans is like a mixture of German and Dutch, pretty much. It's a Germanic language that has influence from Dutch and pretty much it was called back in the day, back in the old days. Yeah. Afrikaans was called
1: kitchen Dutch. Oh, so it was a kitchen language. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, kitchen yeah, and language. and was the same. So literally, like, you have so many different ways. Like, before it was actually modernized into an actual language, when it was still a kitchen language. You just have these letters that you have, like, someone would use this letter to say this, someone would use this other letter to say this. Same thing. Like, so, Some, for example, once upon a time, you know the Y for yachts? That used yeah. to exist in Maltese. And now it just doesn't. <laughs> so, like, you literally read, like, some old-ass paper and you're like, what on earth is this language? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so, guys,
0: th- I learned this during when I visited Malta. Malta has the craziest history. So, they would literally, they were just conquered by
1: Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, like, if you check, uh, I can't remember, but there's like this video on YouTube, it's so funny. Like, he's just got this part of the video, he's just talking about the geography of Malta and whatever. Um, and he's got this part where he's saying why the language has so many, like, different, like, how it, why it sounds so weird. Yeah. And so he'll literally just go and, like, he'll, say, he'll be like, So, you're Malta, and I'm the one conquering. And so, for example, I'll start as the Sicilians for example and the Arabics and they'll tell you to say something and then you just fast forward to the English and (laughs) they'll be like we want you to speak Paltese and then like you try to respond and it's just like the most hobbled up stuff together (laughs) because it's a mix of like a lot of Arabic a lot of Italian and a bit of English and some French word somewhere yeah a little bit
0: of French not a lot of French
1: I mean, really, it's very negligible, but like there are certain words that are in French. Uh, Talking about the French, so this was first week of uni, you weren't here yet because your visa hadn't paused. And there was like this boat crew, something like that it was. And the only seat available was next to the French. Whole table of French people. And I'm just sitting there, they're speaking in French. I can't understand anything. Most awkward... Hour of my life I was literally just sitting To French people Like I didn't know what to do Like I was just (laughs) staring, staring Hoping I was onto the table Where there are the South Africans Where there are the Dutch Where there are the Other Maltese Where there are the Greek Just someone who will speak English with me
0: Like But okay, yet again I can't take the French Into Accountability, because the French language is beautiful. It is a beautiful language. And I feel like because they have such hard grammar, mm-hmm. such difficult grammar that is makes this language very intricate, yeah. and this intricacy leads to a beautiful language, because you can oh, use words... No, I
1: mean, I can't say I blame them for speaking in the French around me. The thing is, I was on a table. I'd like, let's say... They try to involve in the conversation for 10 seconds and then just switch back to French. So, like, kinda of they tried, but not at all, like, <laughs> just, just to seem slightly polite, kind of trying. And yeah. I was like, no, I understand, like, you're around French people, you want to speak French, you know? But then from my perspective... I'm like, I'd like to speak to someone in the first week, you know? <laughs> I'd like to make friends, you know.
0: <laughs> I would like to meet more people. Yeah. And sadly I can't communicate. No, in no, French. but weirdly,
1: like <laughs> recently, like it's now it's easier to speak to French people. I feel like they speak more to you in English, like going into second year than at the beginning of first year. I never really spoke of the French. Oh, I mean not that much, but like i just speak to some people, like, just passing by kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> Oh, so, uh, this was, I think, last week. There was this party at Naveen. So, the Dubai Indian guy. And I was really considering going to Instance. But then I found out that just the French are going. And I was like, I can't do this. Please, someone else come with me or I'm not going. I know I wanted to go, so I just stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> because you just ha- you just have a bad... in You just have... No, no, the thing is, I just know I won't have fun. Like, if I can't speak to anyone,
0: like... Yeah, you had a- one bad situation and it's just like... You just know how... It- you oh, can almost no, predict I feel it. like
1: if you're going with literally a group of people that just, that just speak one language and where the, like speaking is not the highest like for example, I feel like with, for example, people from South Africa people from, I mean even from Malta for example, where you know, everyone speaks English well you know, they wouldn't mind just speaking in English and then going into Maltese for like, some other stuff but when it's more of a not that many people speak, like, not, not, not that many speak language, but it's not A primary language. Because I think you're taught English in school. Yes. Yes. So even for me, I'm taught English in school. So for someone who's taught English in school, you know, like... As a country, they're more likely to just speak to you in English, like, if you go out with them, you know?
0: Yes. Because...
1: If you're not taught in school, or... For example, imagine it's a Hungarian person, you know? And he's around Hungarian people. He's most likely going to speak Hungarian. Because it's not taught as much in school, I feel.
0: No, it's not... The, it's very interesting, Hungary is like, uh, we study in Budapest, I think I mentioned that, but Hungary is like very, the people, they speak a lot of, the older crowd, Yeah, they can't speak English. I would, I would walk up to them and I would be like, uh, Bezalek angolul or Bezels angolul." sorry. And for the reason, re, reader, for the listeners who don't know, Bazao's Angolul mm. is pretty much like, uh, do you speak English? Yeah, yeah, Majority of the time they say no. <laughs> Majority of the time they say no. And with my broken Hungarian, I just try to explain
1: whatever mm. I want. Uh, no, me, what I do is I literally just state English. I just say Angolul. <laughs> like, I mean, I want Angolul's <laughs> Like, okay. I'm going to the next first task <laughs> I'm going on e again. Okay, great, I can speak to you though <laughs> You just go So through. no oops, fuck. So that was me dropping the mic Sorry for your ears <laughs> <laughs> Oops <laughs> Oops I'm like this. Um, Yeah, so literally I mean, I must seem like a bit of an asshole How I do it Because I'm literally just stating English <laughs> So like, imagine Imagine uh, you're German, for example Okay, and someone just comes up to you and they're like, English.
0: (laughs) And you're like, how do I respond to this? (laughs) But no, I must say the Hungarian language is very, um, yes, the people are not that well educated on English. But I must say, for the French people, I can't give them slack because if there's a majority of a crowd of English people... Or French people. I want to speak French with them. It's the same with Afrikaans for me. If I have a majority of the group. Oh, I mean, same,
1: same, same. Like, you'd see me, for example, if I've got um, a Maltese friend. You know, uh, for example, imagine there's Carl next to me. And it's, you know, me, Carl, Katrina, Andras, you. shit talking about other a people. A lot of friends, a lot of friends. shit other people. Like, I'm going to speak to him in Maltese, I'd be like, you know, blah, 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 Maltese. Like, I don't particularly care that he can't understand what I'm talking to him about.
0: Exactly. You are speaking your language. Yeah. You, you talk of him, your home tongue. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. you
1: feel comfortable. It oh, no, you... I think I am more comfortable with, like, expressing myself in Maltese compared to English.
0: 100%. I feel like the, the power of certain of my words in yeah. Afrikaans just mean much more than in
1: English. Okay. Me, it's like certain words, like... I still struggle on certain things. Uh, So, for example, today we had the dissection. Uh, The scalpel. No, no. The forceps. The forceps, yeah. I do not know that word. Like, I'll say pinzetta. like... And to be fair, most people, like, in every other language except for English, will understand me. Like, pinzetta is, like, literally used, like, by... I'm quite sure it's used by Italian, by French, by Germans. So just English people would understand what I'm saying, <laughs> but like obvious, like I want the pincetta, you know. <laughs> That's so cool that the that
0: that that forceps is used between so many countries. Yeah, very cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, it's cool though. Like certain words, uh, like I was seeing like these shorts on YouTube, and it's like about these which languages have a similar word. So for example, it would be for example hospital. Okay. And literally almost every single language Has hospital As either hospital, hospital You know, something similar Something <laughs> which you can kind of recognize the word at least Yeah And then like you've always got just this one country That just, you don't know how they got the word yeah. And you've just got German Like Krakenhaus Yeah, Krankenhaus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Krakenhaus Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> Like certain German words are just Butterfly Schmetterling <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who Things of
0: Schmetterling, <laughs> like it's uh, such a, <laughs> such a, you know, elegant creature. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Schmetterling, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I find interesting though is like, uh, for example, I, for example, in my, wrote, in my notes, like for example, of anatomy, I'll write and as U, so just the letter U. Yeah, and I had sent them to a friend of mine who speaks German, and she was like, What is the U? und and i'm like i guess it is und but <laughs> it's oo, because <laughs> like they turns out they just abbreviate und to oo, like in their notes sometimes like no. they just do u and a dot like as a shortening for und and
0: und is just and, yeah, is and yeah. Yeah, yeah crazy okay maybe that is where <laughs> <laughs> oo comes from und.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea because uh maltese is uh like it's really cool. It's the only uh, European language which is, like, African, kind of, as a...
0: Yeah, origin. like, the, the language is very weird. Uh, it, it sounds,
1: like, It sounds Arabic. Very Arabic. Oh, very like, Arabic. literally, sometimes I'd be on the bus, and there's this guy speaking Arabic, like, somewhere behind me, in front of me, whatever. And I'd be like, I'm understanding, like, I can actually understand, like, the gist of what he's saying. And sometimes, like, I won't be completely paying attention. I'm saying, like, is he speaking in Maltese? Or am I? Or is it Arabic? Because I don't know. I'm not paying that much attention. Okay, yeah. No, I
0: must say it's... And you can... Uh, the African part of it. What is the African part of this? You said it has African... R- yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: The Arabic part.
0: Oh, so... Okay, so...
1: No, yes. no, because if you see North Africa, is like, all Arabic. Like you've got Morocco, Algeria, you know, it's like they speak what? Arabic. I don't know that. I mean, it's a strong dialect of Arabic, but at the end of the day, it's still Arabic. Okay,
0: I did. Wow, I do you think they were conquered by like, like the Turks or something like that? Is the Turks that carried the Arabic or?
1: Mm, I don't know, cause I'm pretty sure at some point it was Saudi Arabia. I mean,
0: yeah. I, I don't... And they I, just had a huge influence. Yeah, for, yeah. They, I'm
1: not exactly sure how it was. But, for example, I know at some point Egypt was like a super Catholic country. Like, this is hundreds of years ago, I'm saying. Yeah, And then, and then just, like, you know, Muslims just came and they were like... I I have to assume it's by force because people don't convert that quickly. <laughs> um, Yeah. And, yeah, they just turned into Muslims then. Yeah, but the Turkish
0: carried the Muslims. The Turks oh, yeah, were Muslims. But, yeah,
1: but I think Turks were... I. I don't know the history well enough in this case, but I think Turks were at a later date, maybe.
0: Okay, maybe. Yeah, because I know there was this big war at a point yeah. between like this Christian Christianity and Muslim and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think when... it's that
1: point before because I mean, if you see the Ottomans are like relatively recent, like they are, like what seventeen hundreds till nineteen something, I think. Um, you're fact-checking me. <laughs> yeah, I want you... um, I think the, like, conversion of Egypt to Islam was, like, closer to, like, when Muhammad died, kind of. So, like, early hundreds.
0: Yeah, so, uh, the Ottomans conquered for more than 600 years. Okay. For more than 600 years, and in 1922, their reign ended. Okay, so I was...
1: I mean, I 1300s was
0: they already started the Ottomans yeah. started their reign in
1: the uh, 1300s Oh that makes a lot of sense because I mean they've been before the 1500s for sure But yes, because, yes. before the 1500s yeah, for, are, sure. for sure So yeah 1300s makes sense And it's also yes the
0: Turkish tribes were almost as uh How can I say it Saudi Arabian group of. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So
0: that was probably how the Muslim yeah, got be. into Africa, yeah.
1: It's really weird, like, um, I've seen this map of how the religion is in, like, Africa. Like, there's such a clear line between, like, Christianity in the south and um, um, Islam in the north. Like, I really didn't think so. I thought, I always thought that Africa was a much more Islamic, you know? Like, what? I always thought, I thought, like, there were actually a shit ton of Muslims in Africa, honestly. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, fair enough. South Africa is just a bunch of white people from the Netherlands and whatever. Yes. So, like, makes sense. Namibia has quite a few also. Yes. And uh, Mozambique, I don't think so. But whatever. No, no, Mozambique, no. Does Angola have? Angola?
0: No, none.
1: Okay. <laughs> Not really, but. Okay, so those two. So South Africa, Namibia. But yeah. But then I was like, like, think of my reasoning, imagine. So south of Moetha, there's Libya and Tunisia, Muslim countries. Yes. So I'm like, it only makes sense that Christianity is to the north. Yeah, more next to it, Morocco. Yeah, yeah. M- uh, Morocco, Muslim country. Yes. So I was like, so everything's south of Moetha. Muslim, I guess, yeah, <laughs> except for South Africa, because those are just a shit ton of immigrants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally, white immigrants. Yeah, yeah, white immigrants. <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah. Um... No, but then like, I did actually learn, and I was like, oh, okay, so colonialism made the South of Africa Christian also, okay, <laughs> so immigrants and colonialists <laughs> may have the South of Africa Christian, Why is the North, is Muslims, yeah, yeah, pretty much, and some other pirates.
0: Okay, okay, but colonialism had no effect on
1: India, though. What do you mean? Oh, religion-wise. Religion-wise. Yeah, but yes. I, I think it's because India had a much more structured religion. Because, like, to my knowledge, at least, a- um, African religions are very folk. Like, if it makes sense. Yes. So, very tribal, yes, yeah, so, so there isn't that huge structuring. Whilst India, with Hinduism and Buddhism, it's a very complex religion where everything is kind of intertwined to each other. So, for example, even if you see, for example, Japan is a uh, mostly, uh, I believe, atheistic country because they had like this uh, quite it's, uh, it's not tribal per se, but it's uh, kind of everything has a soul, like the stone has a soul, the mountain, whatever. And I feel like a religion like that is slightly easier to stop believing in, I guess.
0: (laughs) Because you don't have that whole process of temple being built. Yeah. You have the leader of the temple. There's not... It's not like that. I
1: feel like the more complex the religion is, the more likely it is to survive um, external influence, if it makes sense. You know?
0: Yes. Where someone... This foreigner from colonialism... Just this random guy pulls up and he's like... Yeah, or
1: it's like your neighbor, the Jehovah's Witness, you know? Jehovah's Witness just comes, you know? He goes to this uh, small village in, I don't know, let's say, South Sudan. <laughs> and it's like, yo, look at this book, you know? You know, it will save your soul, you know? Like, <laughs> and yeah, I mean...
0: <laughs> Read this, you will not go to a place of internal burning.
1: Oh, like, you know... Um, I've literally had this discussion with a religion teacher once and I can't remember if it was a guy or if it was she but whatever it was, they were like, um, oh okay they were like, so, hell isn't suffering at all hell there's no burning hell is literally just, um, despair for not getting into heaven and for longing to be close to God but there's something always separating you.
0: So you think you create heaven or you create hell in your own perspective, where you see it as being this, you know, place of dooming, but it's the dooming you create yourself of thinking, okay, I wish I had lived a better life on Mm -hmm. earth instead of, being this complete asshole that I am. Ending up in hell and then not going to heaven.
1: I mean, I don't know because I'm not that knowledgeable on what happens after I die. But, no one, um, is. No yeah, yeah, one yeah, is. No one is. But um, how I understood what you was saying or he was saying, because I honestly can't remember which teacher it was. <laughs> um, what they said was... Hell is literally just... So heaven is um, kind of you being with God, you know, the happiness of being with him and that shit. So there, it's, not, it's not great or anything. It's just your soul kind of being happy that you're with God, if it makes sense. Okay. Whereas hell is no suffering. It's just despair for not being able to be with God. To so not feeling that love. That yeah. Praise, so imagine, that... you know, sometimes you feel something's missing. Yeah. Yeah, I think how I understood the hell from her perspective of what she's saying it is Is you always having that feeling of something's missing But a stronger feeling of that, I guess
0: Don't you think we are living in hell at the moment?
1: I mean, look To my knowledge, if we're living in hell at the moment We should go straight to heaven That's like what I heard from I can't remember who Uh, I mean, okay, the world is not the best place to live, but I mean, you know, there are nice things in it. So I can't really say, you know, what's your perspective on it though? I think,
0: okay, I think, so I'm not religious or anything. I have no religion I'm attached to, but I really enjoy the Buddhist way of how they see things. They see life as eternal suffering. You're born into suffering. Okay. You, During your whole life of living, you have constant problems, constant suffering within your day-to-day life. Okay. And then when you die, you suffer. You, there's this whole continuation of suffering. And it is finding the heaven, if I can say it that,
1: like that. Within this eternal suffering. So. It's like having a fetish for getting beaten.
0: (laughs) Yes. That is the best way of saying it ever. You have this eternal. You have this horniness. This horniness. Of just every time you get beat the fuck down by life. You're just like. It is what it is. It fucking is what it is. I was walking down. Oh, fuck. I was... And it was the perfect, the perfect fucking explanation. I was walking the other day, and it was raining like fucking hell in Budapest. And I'm going to a friend's apartment, and I walk up the, like, the station, like, between, like, main road. You just walk underground, and you come up. And I come up, and this bus comes... And it sprays a shitload of water oh. all over me. Not not a drip. I was fucking soaking. And I sat there and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> this just happened. I can be so pissed off by this, but you know, I have this horniness for." <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's just you, you just know, said it, it made you wet. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> um, you just sit there and you're like, "Okay, I'm I'm fucking wet. I have no way in making myself dry now. Let's just move on. Let me just get to my friend." And back time back to Carl. I think Carl, when he put that foot in that water when it was soaking <laughs> fucking wet in minus five degrees Celsius, he just put his. Wa- in that water and it was freezing and you just got it was just like yo I ain't fucking saving my foot from this freezing anytime soon it is what it fucking is and I accept the suffering I have within it
1: okay uh how would someone laughing at that happen to you make you feel though because like it's a natural reaction like Carl puts his foot into the lake I fucking laughed Like it was It was so stupid And I just like That's hilarious
0: Can I tell you Yeah He laughed at himself When he oh, Put his foot so, in that water So
1: you laughed at yourself So imagine I was next to you And I just burst out laughing So you just dredged in probably the dirtiest
0: I, water I I take that Splash Full of water And I'm like I literally have like this Laughing feeling Within me I'm like How the fuck did this just happen? (laughs) What are the odds of this happening? Am I fucking... ah? you know what? It is what it is. And then you just move on. And on this very single note, I want to tell every listener here, it is what it motherfucking is. On this world on hell or heaven or space in between, this limbo in between, I want to say, accept the suffering. Take it as it is. It's ass, it's terrible. Eat it up. It is what it is. Visit Malta. Second point. Visit fucking Malta. (laughs) It is a sick ass place. And you have any topic you need the people to be reminded of? Um, You know,
1: I've got my Patreon in the comments, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: Check out his Patreon. And I say thank you for another GVO podcast, the good vibes only podcast. This is me, your host, Nathan Ralph. And this is Neil. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs>